Welcome to Aldente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight, we continue the saga of Joey Fucknuts with Joey Fucknuts Believes in Himself. Guys, I really love this fucking series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Joey Fucknuts and SCP-3885, uh, from which he spawned from, uh, is by Cadaver Commander on SCP.wiki. Honestly, go check it out, and we'll wait. And while they're gone, we'll, we'll do the rundown. <laughs> but then we're going to have to catch them up when they return. But they can listen cool. to it. They can, they can rewind back and listen to it. <laughs> All right. No, that's so, not possible. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no please, please do. Yes. So Joey Fucknuts, or Joey Steelwing, is traveling the skies in his plane. Uh, He comes across those enigmatic clouds, and when he passes through them harmlessly, there was a... which there was a tense moment prior where Joey wasn't sure what was going to happen when he made contact with those strange fluffy things in the sky. Um, But upon harmlessly entering a cloud uh, and realizing that he is inside of it, uh, he begins taking notes about them furiously. Um... Then some time passes, and Joey sees a forest down on, the, on uh, down on the ground, and decides to land again. A tense moment ensues since Joey has never landed <laughs> before, <laughs> but he happens to make it, and he wants to see these trees up close. Uh, he marvels at their craftsmanship because someone had to have made them. Like right, like how else did they get here? And they're made all the wood, wood. Where he's from is all made by someone. Exactly. Makes it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, later that night, uh, still on the ground, Joey is relaxing and listening to the four sounds when he hears a disruptive series of booms. Uh, he grabs a flamethrower axe, of course, um, one does, and and goes to investigate. Um, out of the trees and into the clearing is this massive yet barely perceptible beast. Uh, Joey attempts to introduce himself and tries to get this thing to stop trampling on those on these fine works of of wood art, the trees. Um, but the creature has no interest in doing so. Uh, however, it does seem interested in attacking Joey. Uh, a fight ensues, and Joey, even with flamethrower axe in hand, gets wiped around several times by this eldritch creature, half in our world and half not. Um, as it seems. Uh, unaffected by any of his attacks like gouts of flame nah an axe nah um as joey is battered and nearly beaten to a pulp um for the first time feeling true pain since his first death uh something ignites in joey and he lays a fiery smackdown (laughs) on this creature's snout as it charges its last strike upon him there is an intense and short explosion and a crater is left with a hu- with a charred husk of Joey walking back to his plane before falling short and limp of his destination. Uh, is this the end? Well, it is for this story. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I think that that encapsulates the uh, the story that we just we all read. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just gonna go down to this next part of my notes here. Uh, everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point, and I have a couple <laughs> because, unfortunately, no no Joey fucknut story is perfect when it comes to grammar, at least. Did the first one have any? Uh, the first one did not have any. I don't think we actually had any issue with the first story. <laughs> yeah. But the last, the, the, the longer they get, the more like issues there's going to be. But I mean, Cadaver Commander, I assume, is only human after all. So I won't put the blame on them. No. I mean, some people got some real problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people out of luck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember what the lyrics were. <laughs> I wonder why you were delaying it. I thought you were just moving on. <laughs> I, know, I was like, some people got some real problems. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, here I'm just going to go with this one here. Um, hours later, Joey is staring not at clouds, but at a tree. He had only ever seen trees in, picture book, uh, in pictures before. That was how he knew they were called trees. So, okay, so this happens like... So we 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 just previously were were having him like doing taking notes and stuff. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but with the previous story with a dream sequence using the past and present tense to like transition between the two very different scenes or sequences and it works. In this story it doesn't really make much sense to have the a past tense and present tense switch. So yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't notice the switch of that. Yeah, no, I, I tend to latch onto them. Yeah. When it when it pops up. You're a tense individual. Yes, I'm very tense. I'm full of I'm full of uh uh but yeah, I'm a, I'm a very I'm I'm full of anxiety. <laughs> uh-huh. Just full of tense. Um so yeah, that that's my biggest issue here is just like that one sentence, like even though it's kind of a transitory uh line to go to a new to a new scene, a new location, it doesn't make any sense for it to be present tense when the rest of the story is past, is past tense. So. Um, and then my next one here, um, he spiraled through the torture. He prayed that it would be over soon, that it would stop, that the, or that he would be torn and half and, uh, sorry, that he would be torn and half and die. So he wouldn't have to feel himself anymore. So I think it's like that he would be torn in half, not and half. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's a simple. It's it's really just a simple typo. Um, that's my guess. Uh, and that's my grammar position. <laughs> so, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, I have a conjunction junction. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was so beautiful, but then there were the clouds. It was time to learn, but it was getting bigger. It wasn't changing its shape, and it wasn't moving, but it was rapidly becoming huge, and it had brought friends, and none of them were moving. It was just a wall of white. It was all white, and then the cloud was all around him. So he gave up and simply stared at one, trying to figure out what it was made of. 
It must have taken a very, very long time. So he flew around for a little while until he had found a wide clearing, then touched down in the grass while gritting his teeth and hoping that the fat tires he'd put on the landing gear would hold up against all the tangly grass. And he had no idea where he was. It was very kind of someone, whoever they were, put all these carvings out here. It was time to celebrate. It was very pretty. It was possible, he guessed, that he was the first person to ever come here. But it didn't sound afraid or panicked. It was a rhythmic, happy sound. It wasn't very metal, but he liked it anyway. It was a rhythm. It felt wrong. And powerfully. And it was there. And it was big. But he still couldn't see it. It resisted his glare like water sliding off a waxed windshield. But no details. It was a beast made out of wind and whispers that faded and danced just out of sight like the shadow of a candle flame. And it was ruining the trees. It was disrespectful. Its head, the size of a car, was aimed directly toward him. It split. It walked forward, only barely there, almost impossible to truly see. But its footfalls were real. Its growl was real. And Joey had a feeling that its teeth were real, too. It was very close now. It loomed over him. It was as high as a building. It was so close. It came closer. But it didn't stop. It swiped a long shadowy leg with the speed of thunder and it crashed into Joey like a hurricane made solid. It was coming after him. Its jaws clamped over his head and shoulders and with its leg pinning him to the ground it pulled. But it didn't give. But he did not die, and he did not tear. And he would not see his friends ever again. And because of that, his family would be left in the dark forever. But they would forget him. And he remembered what he was supposed to do, his sacred purpose. The reason had been placed upon this strange and beautiful world, and Joey was mad.
Joey Steelwings made himself real, and then it was gone, and Joey was still. Finn. Wow, that that got like. So first off, my my my, my thing of your iteration with the with the conjunction junction here. So he's he the, the clouds hunted him <laughs> like after he passed through the clouds initially it, it hunted him down to the ground, <laughs> much. and then it got really dark and sad at the end. <laughs> now, like midway through, when you're like he's talking about the carvings of the trees, and then he goes like this is actually a fault of the story. I just realized. Um, yeah. He mentions like all the all these carvings. Someone put so much time into this, and then a couple lines later, he says like this area I've been in. It it's possible I'm the first person to ever be here. If he's the first person to be there, who would have put the carvings there? I mean that that that's possibly just like Joey's ig- like naivete and ignorant logic going. <laughs> like I don't know because he's like yeah he immediately goes back to hey someone took all the time putting these things here, Mister Beast Man. Don't I, attack I, them. I feel like there should have been a yeah okay so like quick grammar inquisition thing or maybe this is a natural thought but whatever maybe like. Having having brackets after like right after is like I, I might be the first person here, of, except for the craftsman, of course, who made all these trees. Yeah, <laughs> like that that would have been like solved it much better, I think. Yeah, like, or aside from the craftsman, I may be the only other person who's been here. Yeah, exactly, that would work. Something, too. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, that's that was a yeah that conjunction junction. Damn, that's like most of the story. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of its and the butts there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for those who aren't aware, uh, Mikey does that to showcase all the sentences that start with its ands or butts, because generally you shouldn't start sentences with those because there's always better words. They're meant yes. to be joining words and stuff like that, not starting sentences. Yes, thank you for telling the audience and not, you know, me. <laughs> yeah, I have to remind you all. Because I told to know what we're doing at the time. Uh-huh. I totally don't forget why we do it. <laughs> Every time. Hey man, I'm only human. I'm not I'm just a, a human cultist. <laughs> yeah, I won't put the blame on you. It's yeah. Man, why are we why are we keep going back to that that, that song? We're throwing a lot of blame around, apparently. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so is that is that all you got there, uh, Mikey? Uh yeah. Then I guess we're on to Gamer. Joey Fucknuts, known to his friends and loved ones as Joey Steelwings, uh, stared at the cockpit window of the airplane he had built with his own two fists. So first off, I love the wording of he built it with his own two fists. Yeah. Um, secondly, the way it's worded, it sounded like everyone always called him Joey Steelwings, but he just got the name. Yeah, it's just like, or so, as his friends call him now. <laughs> yeah, like Joey Fucknuts, now known to his friends and loved ones as Joey Steelwings. Or yeah. you can do Joey Fucknuts, known to his friends and, and loved ones now as Joey Steelwings. Yeah. There needs to be some knowledge in there. Yeah, because he was not always Joey Steelwings. <laughs> he was, no. Yeah. <clears throat> he did not know who had come out here and carved all these trees out of wood. This is not related to what I said earlier. Or, I was gonna uh, say, are you really just about to repeat? It? No, that, that thing I brought up earlier is something I didn't realize. Anyway, gotcha. um, or even where they had gotten that wood, but he greatly admired their work ethic. Must take a very, very long time. Landing had been a strange experience. So, I think landing should have been put up front of this section, in front of all this tree stuff, 
because it's like because it'd be like hours later joey saw out the window not clouds but trees all over the place he had only ever seen trees and pictures before Fuck, and you're right and that was how he knew they were called trees joey decided he had to land to get a better look at them and then go into the landing thing and then have him admire them and be like oh they're made out of wood weird yeah like yeah like i mean yeah because like from 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 a distance yeah yeah sorry because <laughs> like from a distance like up up uh, up high in the sky like the trees like you would you'd, you'd need to get a better look because like you wouldn't know where like i just think oh there's carpet on the ground <laughs> there's a bunch of green shit what the hell is that yeah exactly yeah. but he's like he's like laser visions like scanning made of wood <laughs> well i mean clearly he has um because because he's a ghoul he's he no longer has the function of his eyes so he has cyber eyes uh-huh <laughs> that allow him to see like really close like really far away he's got like binocular like vision yeah he's got like 50 times zoom on his eyes yeah. exactly yeah uh-huh <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get into that later uh-huh regardless uh, yeah, i no, think I, he should have landed yeah, yeah no I, th- I think i think landing yeah like landing definitely should have been um put higher up like pat or uh before some of these paragraphs about the wood and, and like the craftsmanship i agree yeah, with it's that. getting a little bit of whiplash because he's like flying around and all of a sudden <laughs> teleports down it's like touching a tree then <laughs> back in the sky a better land yeah you know it's very weird he had like an out-of-body experience to examine the tree somewhere. yeah he actually projected <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. Went down run. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So we're getting ahead of ourselves with that. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Either way, moving on. Yeah. Um. Then uh, a little bit later on, he, like, when he lands, he explains, or, okay, so he explains that he thinks the trees are carved by someone, and then he like lands and everything, and then he goes up to the trees and says, "These trees were nice, though. It was." Very kind of someone, whoever they were, to put all these carvings here. So he's kind of just saying the same thing he said already. Because he already said that they were carvings by someone. Then he lands and says that these are carvings by someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, because of the filler. whole start of this section is kind of rough, maybe just remove the first mention of them being wood and just add the carvings and wood line into this second line. Because this is when yeah. he would actually be noticing that anyways. And that's all I got for Grammar and Yellow for this one. All right. Yeah, no, honestly, like I I 100% like agree like now that you point that out I was like god damn it. Yeah, that's that that yeah. It's a little rough. Yeah. It's a rough landing. <laughs> You're a tense person and for uh-huh. me it's like the transitions if they're not done yeah. right, I get like flash like whoa. Honestly, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the transition like of this page. I, I like there is a, there is kind of a transition line with that um that image. So like we get an image of the tr- of like his notes and then we get like yeah. a a small bar because like if you notice at the top we have a we have a like we have a a banner of cl- of like an image of clouds, and then the next thing the next time we have a, a banner similar to that cloud banner at the top we have a banner of trees, and then it's it's as if it's a different it, that uh, that's probably in the formatting that's probably what the char- what the author is using as a separation between scenes. So. But then why have the whole landing experience? Like he's thinking back. Oh, okay. Hang on. So yeah. maybe that's why this is current because it's like he was flying in the sky, not taking notes specifically, the specific notes like this, and then he lands and then yeah. starts writing the notes from previous. Although this Perhaps. whole thing isn't meant to be a journal, though. No, it's not. It's just he's taking notes and some of that, like just like that's what his character is doing in the scene. Um, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, and then it, and then it just it, it's just kind of abrupt how like he went from like taking notes on the clouds, and then it just like kind of we just kind of fade to black, and then cut back to hours later. Joey is not staring at. It, it really just should be like hours later. Joey was staring not at clouds, but at tree, but at a tree. That that's what it should have been. Not is. That's that's my biggest issue with that with the past and present tense situation there. <laughs> I I still think there should be a, a transition more than just a picture. Or even oh, oh God. the transition yes. happens through him thinking about the strange experience of landing. So instead of just having that thinking back, that could just be in the same thought process, like the, as it flows, like you're experiencing it as he's experiencing it instead of jumping back and forth. Yeah. So like, like oh, no, yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, like maybe even like landing hadn't like, so we get to like the note part, like the cloud part. Um, and then we cut to the, the tree uh, banner. And then it's like, landing had been a strange experience and then like hours later joey was staring not at clouds but at a tree <laughs> it's like <clears throat> yeah there just has to be something saying that he landed yeah both of our points are valid there needs to be a transition from flying to landing and there needs to be um some uh it, it needs to be in the same tense i can't think of the right word Yes. Yeah, it needs to be like everything else is past tense, so it probably should just remain past tense. Yes. So, um, all right. So that's but that's that's grammar inquisition. Like the formatting, otherwise is 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 pretty solid. Just there's that one transitionary issue. Um. Mm-hmm. So, I guess we shall move on to actual thoughts. So, <clears throat> get ready for me to read a couple of paragraphs because. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Once he had released his somewhat terrified grip on the controls and was confident the autopilot was not going to immediately reunite him with the ground in a spectacular and impactful way, he had simply stared, struck numb. Okay, I think maybe it should be... St- <laughs> quick quick grammar position. I think it should be struck dumb, <laughs> but all right. It's dumb struck. struck. Yeah, but I mean, term. struck numb also works because he's like, like, he's like in such awe that he's like his entire body's numb. I could, yeah. I could, I could get that. Uh, but anyways, continue. Um, then he cried for about an hour, not sure if he was supposed to be allowed to to feel such powerful happiness and awe. Then he got distracted trying to figure out whether he had actually died in an attempt, or in in the attempt, and this was just what happened after someone died. Then he decided that he was probably still alive and cried some more, unable to entirely accept that of all the people. He was the one that got to have this life. To which I say, "Oh, Joey! <laughs> like, go, Joe! E! <laughs> yeah. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> I love this character. Superpower so much. is lack of self confidence. Yeah. Like, oh. and also fire punches. Yeah. Oh, we we'll get to that. We haven't even got there yet. Hang on. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on to the next thing. Um. Joey got out his spiral notebook and pen and narrowed his eyes at the white things in the middle distance. Wow, we're actually getting some like genuine character development right here. Like he is now capable of once again utilizing a pen. Because <laughs> if you remember in the first story, he recalled pens and pencils in his past life, but didn't know didn't remember how to use them. Oh right. When the hell did that happen? Yeah, right? Plot <laughs> <laughs> hole. Uh, maybe a plot hole, or maybe just, or yeah, character development or plot hole. You decide, audience. 
Uh, and then regarding the notepad image that we have, like of him like taking notes on the cloud and stuff like that. So from the first story, I mentioned that the only addition I would have added to improve the uh, the formatting and setup of that story, like you know how like we have like the the big blocky red letters and stuff like that, was to have an image of the writing on a wall behind Vulture Vic's diner, like Photoshop, like him, like a smeared like. Uh, smeared black writing on a on a wall sort of thing. Yeah. And this right here, this with with the photo of the notepad where we get to actually see what he wrote and in, in an actual notebook, this is what I meant and I love it. Like this perfectly encapsulates a strong use of imagery in a written story to enhance the narrative. Like mm, sure. Yeah, like it, this is this is what you do this is how you use an image in a written format. <laughs> um so, so I like that he opened up the, the plane and stuck his hand out while he's flying to touch yeah. the clouds. Yeah. He's like holding on. He's like, <laughs> like, like, ah, ah. like holding on to dear life just to, grab, just to like be able to touch the clouds. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then this is in regards to like uh, his, his comments about the trees themselves. So strangely, they appear to be made of, out of wood of all things. This astonished Joey. He didn't know. No, he did not know who had come out here and carved all these trees out of wood, or even where they had gotten all that wood. But he greatly admired their worth ethic. Their work ethic. It must have been. Or it must have taken a very, very long time. And I, to this, I just, I just love this continued like mentality that Joey and his 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 kin have. It's just like. What came first, the tree or the wood conundrum that Joey has here? Because it, mm-hmm. it really just, it's just, it's simply honest misunderstanding of some relearning of the world after they were reanimated. Um, like, trying to figure things out again. It's it's not stupidity so much as it is just naivete. And again, like, I really appreciate, like, I really like how we've we've gotten that throughout these stories, like, of these characters, like, these zombies are re having to relearn the world. Um, they're not just simply dumb zombies. <laughs> yeah, and they're starting at this weird point where they have intelligence and they know a lot of things about like making cars and shit, but they don't even know the basics of like yeah, like they have like came from they have a focused set of knowledge or a, a, a particular set of skills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Now I'm just picturing a Liam Neeson zombie in, in Vulture Gulch. It's just like, I know you have Joey. I will hunt you. And I will kill you. <laughs> Accurate. Anyway, moving on. Um, Joey put his smokes out and went into the hangar. He picked up one of his flamethrower axes from the rack. As long as he was tall and checked his fuel canister. Checked its edge. He hefted its great weight over his shoulders and stepped out onto the grass, looking, scanning. Boom. Boy, I so so reading this this section with like the booms that are disrupting like the nature and stuff of like that, because I mean that's clearly what the rhythm sound is. It's right, like that's what did everybody else get that? That it was like basically just the the uh, the like the night nature sounds <laughs> yeah. that he was listening to. Okay, yeah. Um it would be really funny right here if if it had just been a couple of hunters out in the woods scaring the local wildlife, and then old Joey just comes out of the brush with his flamethrower axe to say hello. <laughs> yeah, you know what I thought it was going to be. Well, um, 
when it was saying like it's moving and knocking down trees on its way out, I thought it was going to be um, some people like clear cutting the forest, and yeah, then that, Joey yeah, was going to show up and scare the shit out of them. Yeah, exactly. Like have like. Then I realized like this is the middle of the night, so they're not going to be cutting down trees in the middle. I of mean, the night. you say that. I think I think there are operations at night. They but there would be there'd probably be more hints of like that. Like there'd be like light, like giant spotlights or something like that, or some kind of like it's like the sun's in a wrong direction. Joey could tell. Like it's it's because like it's because of how bright. Like there's a glow like behind the trees. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, or I was also thinking is like, oh no, the foundation's hunting. Like brought in the tanks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was another thought of process anyway. <laughs> um, but then we get, you know, this. Actually, uh, before tr- we move on, okay. I forgot to mention this. When he was describing the flamethrower, where yeah. it's like, it, it's as long as he's tall and checking the fuel cancer in the edge. I'm like, well, now I know what the next uh, firebug weapon should be in Killing Floor 2. It'd be cross-class with Berserker. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> right? It's, god damn there's it. There's so many yeah. weapons in Killing Floor 2 that are amalgams like that. Where there's like, a sledgehammer that has like a breaching shotgun shell installed in the in the head. So when you hit with a one side, it just goes off. Yeah. Or like a caulking gun that's turned into a flamethrower. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So moving on to the next part here. Uh, the tree wall bowed, and something huge entered the grassy space under the dark, starry sky. All right. So something huge in there is a link to. SCP-1763, um, or at least a document, like a, a series of documents uh, pertaining to SCP-1763. So SCP-1763 um, is this bizarre mammalian predatory beast of immense size, capable of concealing itself from the perceived reality of humans using an anomalous ability it mm. developed over time. At one point, it was contained by the Foundation, but is now considered fictional by them it appears and and that's because it appears the it to have compromised the foundation as such entities want to do we're doing good work here <laughs> really? um, hmm? so it got in their heads and made them it convinced them that it didn't exist anymore so it could just yeah. leave yeah basically based on the on the documents um it it like each document it takes place like several years pro- like like take like there's like they're kind of like addendums or like uh different iterations of the same document but they are yeah. slightly different and they take place over several years um and yeah the um basically like it goes from like being contained at this site to suddenly that site just not ex- like not being on file anymore and now it's just kind of roaming like has its own like territory of woods around that facility <laughs> um because the foundation thinks it's a it's a joke or like this is this is this is nothing because they've been contaminated by its mimetic virus hmm. um that's key or it's yeah so um yeah and yeah the document Getting to that, where the document, like we get a link to, um, and as you read it, it's like a spiral of contamination of the mimetic creature, um, and 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 showing how how that effect can have on the foundation and its reporting files and bureaucracy, uh, and it really just goes to show how screwed the foundation is with all their procedures, along with the rest of us humans, <laughs> in in the face of such threats, <laughs> like even they can fuck up with all their preparation. Mm, for sure. Does it show um, oh. in the um, in the notes that like anything they came up with previously later on in the notes is like well we found out that what we thought before wasn't true because of this that and the other like it's all 
is covering its own ass. So the way it does it in the in the document is it's uh, it takes basically it copies the document and then there's a bunch of blue text for you to, to know what's different or what's changed over the course of it. And like so like it's get it gets more and more like uh, like defined for a moment for like a few entries and then like the last few entries it's like this is complete work of fiction the foundation discovered this on somebody's uh, on somebody's personal computer that doesn't even exist in our files. <laughs> like he, like the person who wrote the the doc like the uh the 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 reports and stuff was completely extinguished from reality. <laughs> oh. Um by uh. the end. And and the foundation thinks that it's like the the it's some kind of a prank. <laughs> so they're saying they're not e- it's not even official files even though it was official files. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. Um so yeah, like I just yeah, and and now like after all that that that's said and done, yeah, this now that oh, this Joey has just stumbled upon the territory of this creature in the woods. <laughs> Um, because because uh, over the course of those documents, you find out that basically the site it was contained at um, got breached by it because of what because uh, of its powers, and it just basically created a sphere of influence where it was able to like basically just roam around uh, like a certain amount of a certain territory in the woods. Hmm. Um, so yeah, now Joey's caught in the mix, and I just I love to see SCP ent- entities mingling in stories. Like we again, we saw it kind of in the previous story where where um, uh, the 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 two lizard creatures intercepted um uh intercepted joey's dream when another entity was basically like about to taint and poison joey or mentally um and again like it's because you got all these assets to pull from in the scp foundation like i love to see that that creative play space in action and that's what we're getting yeah Yeah, like all the Um, cross-contamination of all these uh creatures like they're all in the same world and this is a story that actually embraces that Exactly. Yeah. Like we're yeah we're actually seeing like oh an ecosystem sort of evolve here. Um, it should be noted <clears throat> that we're talking about SCP one seven six three X. Yes, EX. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. EX because SCP one seven six three is something completely different. Right. Because this seventeen. 6-3 is no longer valid or 1763 ex is no longer valid because the foundation considers it a prank yeah <laughs> right i apologize yes that's a good note yeah. to make mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but actually moving yeah so moving on to the interaction between joey and this thing um it resisted his glare like water sliding off of a waxed windshield a shifting twisted shape only barely there, hulking, massive, a hint of long, a hint of a long head, a snout, the suggestion of four legs, the insinuation of a tail, but no details, nothing that his eyes could firmly grasp. It was a beast made out of wind and whispers that faded and danced just out of sight, like the shadow of a candle flame. I, I wasn't expecting some SCP on SCP action here um like in this in this story like i don't know why i wasn't expecting it but like i was i was thinking it was just gonna be joey um he's just gonna bump into a bump and fumble into the mundane world and scare the hell out of some civvies yeah but just how is this like just how this is going with joey with a flamethrower axe in hand and an immense dark souls monster on the other side of the clearing like wrong Fuck yeah, metal horns in hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is metal as hell. <laughs> um, 
and then and then you get this part, which kind of removes kind of removes some of the metalness, but is also just really funny. And it could be metal as hell, regardless. Anyway, there was a growl. Joey stopped walking. The earth beneath his boots rumbled with the force of the of the thing's voice. There were no words, just intent. Its head, the size of a car, was aimed directly toward him. It split. There was a gli- uh, there was a long glint, something or a lot of sharp somethings shone in the starlight. It walked forward, only barely there, almost impossible to truly see. But its footfalls were real. Its growl was real, and Joey had a feeling that is that its teeth were real too. And then Joey starts talking. I don't, you don't have to get angry. I'm not angry. Everything's okay. And then to which I respond, ma'am, ma'am, please just, just calm down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and also, I don't know why, but like, as, as based on the, the interaction that Joey is having with this, this character, this creature, like th- this intro bit, I, I kept thinking back on like, our our idea for like a slice of life game with like ghouls or goblin critters like those from vulture gulch and i'd probably take inspiration from letter kenny to degree to a degree because <laughs> this just kind of feels like a like a letter kenny kind of dialogue and to anybody who doesn't know letter kenny is is a canadian sitcom about small town living in ontario and some a lot of the dialogue is very much like like just super mellow and chill but with like certain ridiculousnesses added in for like com- comedic effect, and yeah, it's just like, <laughs> ma'am, ma- I, I don't, you don't have to get angry. I'm not angry. Everything's okay here. <laughs> like, like he's just trying to like alleviate the situation <laughs> before he I'm goes into the fight. Dark Souls boss. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would love to see that. Like, that also kind of sounds like somebody in a in a D and D game about to go up against yeah, like a much. dire boar or like an eldritch horror, like a, like an abolith or something. And like, it's about to like like it's we're about to enter combat, and then the bard or like somebody who has a high charisma just like I roll persuade <laughs> to, try <laughs> yeah. and, to try and alleviate the situation here. <laughs> And then At we 20. get okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or uh, or like fifty is like mm, you didn't quite make it. It's still approaching you. It's like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not want to engage in combat right now. I'm only level four. You're a level ten dire boar. <laughs> um, also for some reason I kept I kept envisioning this thing as like a boar, like the boar god from from Princess Mononoke, even though. It, it it does keep changing its form occasionally, or like based on the descriptors that we do get. Yeah, I, so. I didn't get a clear visual of it until like almost the damn end of it, where it straight up says it's a wolf. Yeah, but the, oh no, it's not a wolf. It's just acting like a wolf, and that's the thing. This thing is meant to be anomalous because it is this weird thing between our reality and and something else. So like it it actually like the way it's described in this perfectly describes how like Lovecraft does like eldritch horrors and like indescribable things. It's like mm-hmm. it's a half thing or like a like a like a a half not thing. <laughs> yeah. Um and then and then we get to my favorite my, probably my favorite s- segment of this entire thing. Um Rudy did grammar inquisition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Something happened deep inside the small, stupid mare. Something became real. A realization, a wave of something undeniable. The pain became meaningless. His breaking body became a triviality. 
his spilled blood unfurled upon the ground as a banner, something declarative. His mind snapped back into place. He felt the love he had for his friends as a rushing river of molten steel. Coursing through his dead flesh, he remembered himself, and he remembered what he was supposed to do, his sacred purpose. The reason he had been placed upon this strange and beautiful world. I will bring them the light plus ultra! Sorry, uh, sorry, had to get that, uh, that Hero Academia, or My Hero Academia reference in <laughs> with the plus ultra. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know it's, what it's that like is, but like, that's cool. Yeah, like, but, but like, goddamn, if this isn't, if this hasn't just gone full-blown anime, like, Joey went Super Saiyan, his drill is the one that will pierce the heavens, <laughs> plus ultra! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that's, that's also the scary part about this story, to a degree as well, like, even though it's like kind of full-blown like action anime kind of thing like we get a glimpse of the true form and intent of these desert car zombies hi brownie <laughs> sorry um he was the one that referenced uh, like to me earlier this week desert about about his love for the desert car zombies when he listened to our our scp 3885 episode um, hell yeah Take yeah to listen. <laughs> exactly um but yeah like just Fuck, we screwed. We're like, we're screwed if they ever realize their full potential. <laughs> like, fuck. they weren't such bros and cool. Exactly. Like, if they ever go evil, we're screwed. It's like Superman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and th- and then we get this part here. Like after after all the after all the, the the dust and the crater. Like after all the dust is settled, then we get that crater. We get this. Um, he tottered unsteadily toward his airplane but didn't make it. He fell to the ground just before the Bombay door, smoke curling from his burnt clothes and skin, and Joey was still. No, Joey! Did he, did he just expend his inner flame? Was, was that what was animating him, and he just used it all to, against that attack against the, uh, the Eldritch Abomination? Oh, shit, I didn't think about it like, that way. That, that's what I was kind of thinking, and it's like, also, I, I mean, I, I know we have another story. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> but still like imagine because like the first like i like looking at like um <laughs> looking at hang on uh looking at cadaver commander's mobile assault necropolis which is his which is effectively their bibliography of scp entries and like shows you like when they were created and when they were last up, uh, edited so it's also fuck- the most metal name for a fucking amalgamation right? of like, stories okay, and shit <laughs> let, let me just let me just read you a little like blurb he does it. so cadaver commander's mobile assault necropolis greetings future recruits Hi, I'm Cadaver Commander. I write stuff. I don't have a lot of a lot to say about me. If you if you want to find other things I did, you can find them down he, down there. If for some reason you have questions about the the horrible things I've done, you can put you can put them on the on the discussion page here, and I'll answer with the speed and grace of a, of the mighty water buffalo and it keeps going on and on and on <laughs> nice and yeah so basically it's like it's their it's their user page effectively mm-hmm. but also their bibliography but yeah so under under joey fucknuts believes in himself it was it was first written or created the 25th of may 2018 um and mm-hmm. then the next story we got joey makes a, fr- a new friend is the 5th of march 2019 so Again, like a ima- so these didn't come out all at the same time. So, the, like, imagine reading the, the end of the story. It's like, no, <laughs> Joey. Yeah, that'd be like, sad. Yeah, exactly. It's like, 
and and also this is this i had to leave this till the end because like there were some there's things that are mentioned in the story like that came up when i was reading it like i know that we don't see the creature after the blast we just get that crater but it is something that lingers between our reality and another what if the friend in the next story joey fucknuts makes a friend turns out to be this creature now that it has been calmed down by joey's argument i do in quotes wow <laughs> uh like i got i kind of got that inkling earlier as soon as he kind of en- as soon as it showed up and joey was trying to like f- like introduce himself and make nice with the beast i was like oh my god is this the is this the friend <laughs> it's a puppet dog it's exactly a it's a giant creepy eldritch puppet dog <laughs> and like mm-hmm. yeah even yeah even though the endings here sort of like leaves it up in the air as to the fate of the creature like it's not we don't see it after the crater but I think it'd be really cute if Joey's new friend is this eldritch, beho- be- uh, this eldritch behemoth. <laughs> like that would be normal. I- I'm really excited for the next story to see if that's if that comes to light or comes true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that- that's that's my actual thoughts, guys. <laughs> um, Mikey, these stands for evil. Um. Well, I'm way too excited. I need to be torn down. <laughs> <laughs> you all ready for this? Uh, continuing with the monster. Yes. Uh, yeah. I totally did not realize that it said wolf. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it, okay, it, it doesn't. Okay, like it says wolf, but it. it I don't think it's like it, it's a descriptor, not an actual like designation of what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna double check that. I, I saw sure mine. <laughs> uh, wolf made of death pounded over it. Yeah. That's a, that's the, to me. That's that's metaphorical. That's not an actual wolf to me. I don't know, man. I mean, again, like it, it's at that point. It's that's poetry. <laughs> I, I'm just saying personally. I saw it as a not like a clear, like highly detailed wolf. I saw it as a wolf, like oh, oh yeah, no, it's definitely a, a predatory. Well, yeah, it's it's being described as because in in the document, it's a pre- they never fully describe what kind of am- uh, mammal it is but it is described as a predatory mammal. So yeah, it could be a wolf, it could be a bear, it could be a boar. Uh, it could be mm-hmm. all three. It could be man bear pig for all I know. It could be. <laughs> the, the the truest of predatory mammals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in my head canon it was a ghost dinosaur. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is good or bad that we all saw this creature very differently. So no, I basically that's, saw that's... it as like take the silhouette of a wolf, put like a really high like Gaussian blur from uh, Photoshop on it, and then get the smudge tool and put random smudges on it to make it like not really 100% cohesive, and that's what it looks like. To me, I think it is a great like it is a good thing because that is how you describe an indescribable right. entity that like correct. Exactly. Like it's like that's how you describe cosmic horror. It, it's like this. My mind can't comprehend what I'm seeing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can. This is my best get. This is my mind's best attempt to try, even though it's causing my brain to bleed <laughs> to describe yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Does it mention that's eldritch like? It doesn't mention it's eldritch like. That's I just attribute that like eldritch to that to this kind of descriptor. Yeah. But yes, sorry, Mikey, for for interrupting. That's all uh, Sorry. <laughs> it's in my contract. I am contractually <laughs> obligated. <laughs> Much like 
I am actually obligated as a Canadian to apologize for everything I do. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Um, do, do, do. And I also like the mention of the deer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even mention in the rundown. I, I meant I was going to put it. It's like, oh, you know what? That will, I'm sure somebody will comment about it. Yeah, but I want to say I want to save some things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the quote. He had seen a little horse with spikes growing out of its head, which was really metal. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's funny is like a, a slight like nitpicky grabbing acquisition. I was like, wait, so there are they spike metal spikes that are growing out? Is this like some kind of other SCP entity? <laughs> I was like, oh no, he's describing a deer. Okay, and it's, yeah, it's, it's metal because it's got horns. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the continuation yeah. of it as well, where he tried to talk to it, but it ran away. Probably because an animal, animal spikes growing out of its head was way too awesome to hang out and talk with a guy like Joey. Joey understood yeah. that. If Joey had spikes growing out of his head, he'd probably have a really different perspective on things. And I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree with him. Deer are I, fucking metal. <laughs> Yes, I also like how like yeah that we get a little bit of like self deprecating uh like self deprecation on on Joey there, and it, it it just helps because like that's early in the story, so we get to see like his like he's not believing in himself, not like kind of still down in the dumps about himself, about doing this whole trip and stuff like that, and then we get to the part like the end is like no fuck it plus ultra <laughs> like like I, yeah that I I do like like how we get that again we get like kind of a bit of um. Uh, character development throughout this story in in different ways, mm-hmm. but yes, the the deer is metal as hell. <laughs> and it's already been touched on, but I also like the absurdity of the forest being carved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just it's it's such a naive like way to say it, like think about it, and it's like something we've come to expect and love about the about the uh, the zombies of of Vulture Gulch. <laughs> it's a very like childlike. Um, view of things. Yeah, a, a naivete. Yeah, because like yeah. they they don't know any better, so they just like they they come up with their own idea of of how things got made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all I got. All right, gamer. Alrighty then. Tear me down, dude! I'm here. I will maybe. Uh once he released his somewhat terrified grip on the controls and all that stuff when he's flying and saying he's confident he's, the autopilot's going to immediately work and all that. At that point, I'm like, wait, he actually made an autopilot for this fucking plane? And then he read what, what the, the altimeter says. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, like, he has a functional autopilot in it. This uh, thing yep. is getting less and less jank by the second. It, it's literally an elastic band that holds the uh, control in place. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. You know that's what it is. Yeah, or a bungee cord or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I just for, for for anybody who's like like who like again, you should read the story. But the, uh, yeah, the altimeter reads only on the ground, really high up. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, something you would know just by the field of flying. You would know yeah, if I'm somewhere, the ground or not. I'm somewhere in between <laughs> on the ground and really high up. You know, like somewhere like like I'm getting I'm getting closer to on the uh, really high up. But uh, it's like oh, I'm getting close to on the ground. Better better pull up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's like the two lights dim. They go brighter and darker. The the closer he is to on the ground or really high up. Yeah, maybe there is a little bit of uh, variance in there. Yep, probably not. Uh, I was thinking like there's some kind of like little like 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 almost like a little like dial that's like going like up and down. Between the two, uh, 
two lights. Oh, right, yeah, they're not lights. It's a, uh, a dial, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it lights? <laughs> oh, yeah, it might just be, it might just literally just be post-it notes that say on the ground and really high up on either side of this, like, alt- of, of, a, of a meter. Yeah, it just says it's labeled with a, those only two things, yes. It's not saying it's a light, regardless. Um, moving on. Uh, okay, so Joey lowered his goggles, bared his teeth, and growled in defiance. He stayed his course. He's still flying. And yeah, then so he's going or- up against the clouds. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and then in orange font, it says, I'm not going to stop. And then it goes back to normal font. It says he braced for impact. Why was that line in orange? Previously, that was only for when like the yeah. boss was talking to him. The, that we, was we have entire paragraphs of Joey's thoughts, so this can't mm-hmm. just be him thinking, can it? Unless, unless this is the boss is like, I'm not going to stop pushing you to keep going. <laughs> That's my next line or, I have written down. Maybe or, this proves that he is the boss. Yeah, because <laughs> this oh, is the boss. Uh, yeah, a- and it's the goggles. It's not a hat. It's the goggles. That's oh, awesome. we're almost there. <laughs> we were so close. Oh. <laughs> I mean, not Joey. Wanna... He has goggles on. <laughs> I know. Joey wears yeah, his but... on the on his head, not over his the eyes. The boss wears goggles. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so we're leaning a little bit closer to like that just Joey is the boss, just uh, with, a, with a secondary personality, or that the boss speaks through Joey specifically as like a secondary personality. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hilarious, though. Yeah. Okay, moving on. And uh, yeah, the picture of Joey's notes. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, fuck yeah. I love seeing documentation like that. But I, I also suppose that means that the Foundation recovered this journal and like put it on the wiki, or like got the Dreamcast no, okay, and took so a photo of it after the fact. The, the thing about this, this is not so like this is this is in tales and stories, not in the actual like official dossiers and stuff like that. So this is like anything can go when it comes to this. Oh, okay, of- so this is just narrator having all the information. Exactly, yeah. This is just okay. good formatting of a story of, uh, to tell a narrative. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I lo- I'll see. Yeah, what, what does that what does that note say? <laughs> what? Oh, the picture or my note of the note? The the picture. The picture. <laughs> you want me to read the whole thing? Sure. <laughs> okay. Still not sure how clouds work. Not not as mean as I thought. Also, maybe not real or made of. Not real stuff? Maybe just a trick? And then he has a diagram of me going into the cloud. Now inside cloud? Still flying, I guess it's not a trick. Are clouds being nice? Letting me go through? Uh, did I scare them? Should I still be scared? Still kind of scared. Going to open the door and try to touch one. There's a, a, a break in the line down. Didn't work. Hand wet now. What are clouds? I love it so much. But I just needed to hear it again. Like, yeah. uh, it is excellent. Yep. Also, by it, it, when you said me, it's not you. Like you're you're not drawn in there. It's it's a it's a picture of a of an airplane with the word me in the in the drawing. Yes. Sorry, I just I, I had to be I had to be super critical there because like. No, he drew the game in yellow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he drew the game in yellow. It's weird. I should have mentioned that actually. Uh, now I know what our title card's going to be if whenever I get yeah. around to doing it. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Give him yellow in the cloud. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm just gonna make it like it's gonna be lined paper, and we're just gonna be drawn in like like this style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gamer in yellow in cloud review cultist Mike uh, Mikey. The E stands for evil in question marks. Who are they? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to take a note of that. That's, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, this is this kind of ties into my, uh, my grammar thing in regards to the transition between flying and not flying. Uh, hours later, Joey's staring not at clouds, but at a tree. He had only ever seen trees in pictures before. That's how he knew they were called trees. Joey was surrounded by them. There were so many that he can literally not count them. He tried for about 45 minutes, but he ran out of numbers, so he gave up. Simply stared at one, trying to figure out what it was made of. So at this point, I didn't realize he was on the ground. Because it didn't say that. So yep. I, my, my note to this is just how? Isn't he flying? Either he's flying over a massive force that took over 45 minutes of flight time to pass. Or he landed and we weren't told. Yeah. Makes also sense. said he stared at one so and found out it was made yeah. of wood. So he couldn't form that up there. So bad segue. And then from I, there, I, think, I, I think... actually did the, the correction. Yeah, I, I think what we're getting at is that, like, yeah, it's a little janky that that transition between the clouds and the trees. <laughs> yes. And the next one is basically just like, oh, uh, he's talking about it's made of wood, and just I love his ignorant mind. And I suppose the only way that they know of wood is what's in town, like chairs and displays and stuff like that. So and, and buildings. Kind of too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, because I mean, again, you gotta remember, like, they're all from a desert. Like, mm-hmm. when do they? Yeah. See they <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He inspected them happily, uh, appreciating the craftsmanship that I've got into them. He couldn't even see the seams where they glued the branches on. I wish he broke a branch off so he could like see the sap coming out of it and come to the conclusion that's glue or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that also wouldn't make sense because he didn't want them to be hurt, so he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's true. He's a very gentle soul. Mm-hmm. Just don't piss him off. Yeah, <laughs> like don't don't seriously piss him off. Seriously, mm-hmm. don't try to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's where he draws his line. Am I about to die? Okay, then I'll fight back. He decided I'm about to, to die. All right, better to uh, into Super Saiyan form. Ah. <laughs> So the next one. Uh, he decided to name this place Treeland. He figured that made the most sense. Trees seemed to be the main thing around here, and it felt good to honor whoever had worked so hard to make them all. He wondered where they were now. Like he'd get to shake. He, he'd like to shake their hand and thank them for their beautiful work. And the next story is called Joey Fucknuts makes a new friend. So is that friend going to be God? Because that's who made the trees. <laughs> Also, what's funny? It's like it's like based based on based on that that whole dialogue there. It's like uh, his speculation. <laughs> Joey Fugnuts discovers religion. <laughs> wow. Uh, yep. Then we move on a bit. I've chimed in on a couple of things, and then he fights the beast, and he's dying on the ground, and saying that he's giving up, and all that. And it seems like he's like literally dying. Yep. And my note to that is just like, if you stop here and kill Joey. Don't you fucking do it. I know there's another story, never... but this, that story could be like the afterlife for all I know. Don't fucking yeah, do no. it. I'm just like, I will never forgive you if Joey never. dies here. Yeah. 
He hasn't done a damn thing yet. <laughs> oh god, it's so true though. It's just like, and then like, I just love the like. It's almost triumphant. It's just like they would never, li- they would never live in the sunlight and become who they really were truly, or who they were truly meant to be. No, heavy footsteps came clo- coming closer. Hungry death came on legs of shadow. No, Joe, Joey stirred his writhe, his writhe. Oh, he writhed as fresh as a <clears throat> he writhed as a fresh wave of hateful pain coursed through his body. No, a hot wind blew over him from the lungs of a cruel force. No, and then like it goes into the full on like plus ultra like anime action scene where he like goes super saiyan and just punches the guy into the sky. Pretty um, much, it just like yeah, like that's a, such a triumphant like return like to like to uh to greatness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like ah, I love to see it. <laughs> even in a, even in a horror based storyline, I love to see it. Because this is I mean, basically there's... a kaiju fight to to a degree. Pretty much, yeah, like a low low scale kaiju fight, at least on yeah. one side. Street street level kaiju fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you know, like street level Cthulhu investigation. <laughs> hmm. That's a good segue, and into. Because my next one is uh, about him going Super Saiyan and all that. I like how he was saying where it was like liquid fire flowing through his wounds. I assume that was a metaphor because it, like his maybe? blood is boiling with rage. But by the time his arms caught fire and literally cast light in the darkness. No, I think he was literally bleeding fire. Yeah. Yeah. His body became a seething pyre, throwing wild shadows throughout the glade and casting everything around in a warm glow. That means it's light. There's light and heat being produced. Yeah, that's the point where I'm like, oh, he's literally on fire. He's yeah. not just on fire metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, he's just not. He's yeah. not, his soul is igni- his soul is both uh, metaphysically and physically ignited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's basically just him activating his uh, elemental strike from his uh, adept tree because it's a shadow run now. Yeah, actually, this uh, is that. Is this your last? Uh, lo- is your last actual thought? Yeah. Great segue then, because yeah, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna do a quick kitchen segment um, on this story. Uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly go into my Discord chat or my personal DMs that uh, the gamer gave me the other day uh, after he had finished reading the story. Um, duh. Yeah, here it is. Um, finished reading this week's ADR. Urge to ch- urge to change my Shadowrun character into a ghoul adept with fire elemental strike with high amounts of amnesia. <laughs> to which I commented, "Fuck, <laughs> you're right. He's basically a Shadowrun character. He straight up is at this point. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking like physical adept to sh- uh, ghoul, which you can totally make in Shadowrun using the runner's companion." And the and the core and maybe street magic in the core book. Mm-hmm. And you um, have uh, skills in like um, mechanics and um... oh oh god and so like also his because uh, um, ghouls in Shadowrun are blind. What if his goggles are are like detachable cyber eyes? Ooh. So like when he needs to see pro- like fully like like with all his senses and stuff like that, he puts on the cyber eye go- goggles. Noise. That's when he goes boss mode. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, like that weapon, like the 
weapon he has, like the giant axe flamethrower, you can make that in Shadowrun. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you can make pretty yeah. much anything in Shadowrun. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, like, oh god, like one hundred percent. Like this is this is a Shadowrun game. Like he's he burns. What happened at the end? Like he was his character was horribly beaten down to like uh, down to his full like ten uh, condition modifier or condition uh, monitor, and then to not die, he burned an edge. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, to literally become to like, and then like to amp up himself to to, to have a second wind, basically there. Oh, it's just so good. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like it's not it's not a terribly long kitchen segment, but yeah, like one hundred percent, like this you could do this in Shadowrun. Um, one day I might have to run a Shadowrun campaign where you guys are just playing ghouls in in a desert in a, in a desert uh, town. Mm-hmm. But it's not like maybe it won't run it. It won't be in Shadowrun the setting, but it will be using the system, and we'll do a uh, like a potential like w- like w- like a plot line where like the apocalypse, like they uh, some of the ghouls are getting um, like messages to start the apocalypse or something. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, I mean, we're already working. I mean, spoilers for our other for our sister podcast. We're already doing uh, a a non Shadowrun Shadowrun campaign that's very relatively creepypasta esque. So <laughs> add to the list. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it for my list. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess on to uh, final thoughts, which to which I have to say, all right, real talk. Al dente, real talk. Wait, nope. Sorry, wrong show. This isn't a film. Plug, mm-hmm. uh, just just gotta plug the uh, the Patreon uh, special episodes that we do sometimes. It almost is a film at points, though. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like actually using the word the real talk as in like you know like real talk. If you are still if you if you still aren't reading this story after we've gotten through this, why not? <laughs> like, leave a comment in the comment section below. I want to know why you're not reading these stories uh, that we've been like talking about. <laughs> Uh, like, I, I honestly think you should. I recommend it. I don't like done. I love it. I love Joey. I wish we were friends. I look forward to the next story. <laughs> I look forward wow. to, our, to I, I'm just sad that the last, the next story is the last story. For now. For now. Yeah, that's true. Like the last one, like the last one was made in 2019, and the last time it was, any of these, any of his, uh, any of their stuff was edited was 20. 21 so we might get we'll have to see what happens we'll have to see what, what happens at the end of the last story joey fuck nuts makes a friend and we'll so. see how final it is yeah but yeah no 100 percent recommend this story joey fuck nuts believes in himself i recommend all the previous joey fuck nuts stories i recommend scp3885 i recommend cadaver commander stuff because they have made great work they're doing great good work here mm-hmm. <laughs> And I do not say that because I'm contaminated by some kind of memetic virus. Not at all. No, why would you? Why would you even uh, say that? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm, my final thoughts. Done. Mic drop. You're up next, Mikey. Alright. So, like the deer. The metal. He's the true hero of the story. Yes. Like the ghost dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's totally what it was. Yep. It's gonna be whatever you think it is. Um, let's see. Liked the absurdity of the crafted forest. Yep. 
so well, overall, I have to give this a recommendation. And uh, did Joey's steel wings use up all his energy at the end and die? Did Joey Stillings defeat the monster? Find out next week when Joey makes a new friend. Also known as Joey Fucknuts Z. <laughs> Fucknuts Z. Yeah, yeah. Fucknuts Z. God. Oh, shit beans. Um, all right. Gamer, you're up with your verdict. I mean, I'm... Again, I'm probably just going to be parroting you guys because, yeah, it was fun. That one transition really bothered me because that's, that's like one of my pet peeves with this shit. It, it bothered you to the point where it, it, you, you infiltrated my grammar position. You mentioned it in your grammar position and then you still mentioned it again in your actual thought. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Not shaming you on it. Like, it, it is an issue that even I had, but like, yeah, it's, it's just funny that we like, you just kept going on it, hounding it. Yeah, I know. I really should have stopped from the first one. But regardless, no, it's fine. Yeah. That is just like a problem I have where, mm-hmm. like, if the whole story is having a, like a nice flow and it's just going from scene to scene to scene, and then there's a, it just jumps ahead for no reason and then flashes back to, where you missed it's like why didn't you just keep the flow going you know you mentioned it again in my final thoughts (laughs) well of course we gotta we gotta keep uh your integrity here exactly yeah that being said it didn't ruin ruin the story for me um i did not enjoy him almost dying and like having to read him slowly dying and me thinking like he might actually die here (laughs) i'm gonna be real sad in a moment and the tissue's it ready. It did invoke an emotion, like a, a genuine emotional response. It's like, oh no, yeah. oh no. Jesus sign of and good then, writing. Yeah, I cared. And, then, and then it went from, oh no, oh no, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Punch that, oh yeah, punch that, punch that monster in the in the in the snout. From and then the, and then the, again the DBZ like explosion that crater that was left. Yeah, straight up. Oh my First, God. he didn't like punch it, and it like broke through a bunch of trees and like landed into a mountain and made a huge hole in the mountain. Yeah, like <laughs> one punch. Yeah. Like, uh, like we here at Aldente we we tackle horror stories. This is definitely not quite a horror story, but it is still a monster story. So I'm going to qualify it for the show. Regardless. Yeah. And if anybody has a problem with that, well, you can just fuck my nuts. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, Wait, God. what is it? It's um, it's not horror substance. It's horror... It's definitely horror style. Like, style, yeah, like, kaiju, like kaiju monsters and like monster movies and like... We're, we're definitely... This is a story about monsters like living their life. Or like or living their life and experiencing things. Like that's that's what this is. And so that's more of the style of of, of a horror but not the substance of horror. But that's still horror. So if you got a problem yeah. with that, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. You're wrong. Wrong and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wrong and I hate you. That That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of your favorite quotes to bring up. But yeah, um, in regards to him just having fire powers all of a sudden, I, I don't know how to feel about it because it was very street level until this point. Like, yes, they're reanimated dead. But they're just, like, making vehicles and fucking around, and then all of a sudden superpowers are showing up. So I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. 
I think the, the takeaway here is the he, limitation. I, he I, learns how to use it while he's at full strength. He may be able to just summon it when he needs. And if that's the case, that's still horror because that's what they're nice capable of. <laughs> yeah, sorry, if they weren't nice, if they were evil, that's what they were capable Or if they were uh, u- being used as a sinister force. The Next SCP Foundation Regardless, is not- I um, <laughs> recommend this one. It made me feel things. I was sad. The deer was cool. It was pretty good. All right. Yeah, so... Go read the story. Seriously, what's wrong with people? Hopefully. I, I pray every time, but maybe that is the we, case. We tried to do it justice, but regardless, reading the whole thing word for word is way better than any sort of rundown can give. Yeah, we we do a rundown so that we like so we can give you like a taste, like a tease, and then you can go mm-hmm. and read it yourself. So, but yeah, anyway, we're uh, kind of winding down here. Like full recommendations across the board. Yes, it has a few problems, but they do not. Uh, they pale in comparison to the rest of the story. So, mm-hmm. um, so if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below. This is posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. You can also send us uh, messages on Twitter. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W, because his name is very long. It's got to be, though. Mm-hmm. For the glory of Joey Fucknuts. Sure. Uh, for the, for the for, or, or as we He's like to say. a long name. For the glory of the bo- of, of the boss, <laughs> um, and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to eldenteregamortis at gmail.com. That's a l d e n t e r i g a m o r t i s at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, SCP stories, cryptids, whatnot, scary things. We'll we'll take them in. We'll talk about them. We'll discuss them. We'll even read them. <laughs> I don't well, know. We'll do all that without reading them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll completely. We'll just we'll... read the title and make an assumption what the story's based on. And we'll oh my god! That. That, I kind of want to do that as a special or something like that sometime. Just like, maybe do that be that, ep- that should be our April Fools' episode in in one of the next couple of years. It's just like because it's like and welcome to to assumptions rigor mortis where we make the ass out of you and me. Yeah. And get some title that's like really ridiculous that it has yeah. a lot of fodder just in the title itself. Yeah, so we just go we just go to Reddit No Sleep and just grab one of the sentence titles. <laughs> Get the longest title possible. <laughs> oh man, somebody please like go if 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 you're listening to us right now, if and if if you have the gumption and the and the the desire to help us out with that, go and hunt go forth and hunt down the longest titled <laughs> creepypasta or SCP or like or or Reddit no sleep story. And and send us a link uh, through the email, and I will leave it there for a special episode. It's got to be like a paragraph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got to be a whole Pretty paragraph hilarious. long. <laughs> oh my god! It's got to be like a jokey one, right? There's no yeah. serious one that's. As long I mean, as the... you say that, but a lot of as a lot of Reddit no sleep stories that are take themselves very seriously have those ridiculous like tropey titles. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, go forth, my listeners. <laughs> <laughs> fly my pretties fly <laughs> um yeah so if you'd like to help support the show financially you can go to patreon uh look up Dente rigor mortis and select the back that you'd like to support us at we have two dollar and five dollar tier with special episodes early access extra content such as assumptions rigor mortis <laughs> coming soon <laughs> apparently that's the thing um now. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll do a test run on 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 uh, on the main feed, and then like if 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 we get like a lot of reception, we'll uh, we'll bump it up to an actual series, like a, an actual spinoff series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, I didn't realize that we were starting anime rigamortis. 
um, a few weeks early. <laughs> so yeah, really. spoilers and teaser uh, for most of the month of May of anime. Huh? Huh? We're going to be doing um, anime rigamortis, where I'm going to have a couple of uh, guest hosts on to talk about animes and anime films and how you can make, how you can pull horror from them. So look forward to that audience. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, if you're, uh, if you like, you can go to Patreon um, and, and support us there to our patrons that are helping support the show. Thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, I very much appreciate it. We all very much appreciate it. Yeah, it's not just you. Yeah, no. <laughs> we all appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and to our listeners and the authors of these stories, Cadaver Commander, I salute you once more. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you immensely because, well, without your listenership, it would be like speaking into the void. And without your authorship, without these stories, we wouldn't have anything to read and discuss and talk about every week. And I very much appreciate that every week. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>